Hi, I'm Heather, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Meditation Instructor. And I'm Mary Catherine, a Certified Yoga Instructor and Truth Crusader. Welcome to The Naked Truth, a podcast for women who are ready to talk transparently about living this life as authentic women. Throw in the towel when it comes to pretending, covering up, and exhausting fake fronts and learn how to be and accept you. Each week and each season, we will discuss and break down topics that are profound, challenging, and mad real when it comes to the hearts of womankind from two women who passionately accept you right where you are. Because we've lived a little and we aren't afraid to share it. We're real, we're live, and we're women. Welcome to The Naked Truth. Hello, everybody. We are back. Welcome to the Naked Truth Podcast, where today, today, people, we're going to be talking about something kind of funky. You all know that was Mary Catherine's idea. I've been singing that damn song all flipping <laughs> morning. Okay, well, welcome you guys to season two, episode 10 of the Naked Truth Podcast. We want the funk. And the whole reason behind what you just heard is because today's episode is called Beat the Blas, How to Get Out of a Funk. Funky. Okay. We are uh, bringing you all things mental health in season two. And this is, we're 10 episodes in. Get your, get your pen, get your paper. We're going to go over some steps on how to deal with that pesky little funk that we all, that we all get in, sometimes a lot. So let's talk about being in a funk. Um, I'm we are we picked that word specifically because anyone can be in a funk and we all have been in a funk. I've used that word a lot to some of my um, very close friends. You know, hey, how you doing? How I'm in a funk. Um, they use it right back with me. Um, but we can be in a funk without being clinically depressed. Just so you know, just normal, normal everyday stuff. It normal happens funk. in life. So, um, and what we're gonna go over. We're going to go over a list. Uh, Mary's going to give you five. I'm going to give you five. We're going to toggle back and forth ways to get out of that feeling of being in a funk. Um, this is not a pull yourself up by the bootstraps type of a list. Um, I am well aware that depression can be utterly debilitating. So think of this as more of a maybe self-care smorgasbord for a funk. Um, doing even a few of these things can make your day better and doing all of them, heck, could even save your life depending on what you're facing. So this list isn't magical. It's not going to make unicorns dance around your lawn. Um, oh, but it'd be cool if it did. I know. This is just the closest thing to Heather and Mary Catherine magic. This side of the moon. Okay. So number one. 
I'll go first. Then Mary will give you number two. So these are, you know what I came up with about hmm, 14 things, but I'm giving you my favorite five. Go outside. You're in a funk, go outside. Nine times out of 10, you've been in the same space for a while. Um, you're feeling like you're in a rut. You're sitting in the same place all the time. You got the same four walls all around you all the time, but go outside. Human beings are animals. That sounds superficial, um, but we need to move around in the landscape in order to be well. Um, have you ever gone to a zoo or seen or watched animals in a zoo? They don't look happy, do they? I always find that they look miserable. Well, the penguins look a little bit happy when they waddle over to the zookeeper when they get fed. You are, you are right. I'm sorry, I the didn't mean no, to be argumentative, but you're not argumentative. The, pen, the penguins are—they're some of my favorites to watch, and it probably is because they don't give off that feeling of "here I am, ho hum, life sucks." Bye, buddy. But, Hope you find yeah. your dad. <laughs> But they look oftentimes listless and bored. And honestly, these buildings and cubicles in which we live in, they're killing us. And not just from mold or lead paint and things like that. Um, we are not meant to live in a box. We need sunshine. We need fresh air. Open your damn curtains. Open the windows. You need to go outside. When you feel like you're in a funk, make sure the shades aren't shut. Open the damn shades. Open the windows. Get some air blowing in. Step outside. Go to the end of the block, whatever you have to do. Stand outside and take 10 deep breaths. It's going to shift the trajectory of your mental space. Number two, Mary. Move. Walking, running, some form of movement. Yoga, exercise, anything, anything that will get you breathing, anything that will get your heart pumping. We talked about this in our previous episode about deep breathing and the effect that that has on your body. Um, so in, in yoga, when we practice deep breathing, that relaxes the body. It changes how your mind operates. Shallow breathing actually causes the mind to think in the same way as an animal does when it is in fight or flight or fight response. It increases your stress levels. Exercising, breathing, doing all of that not only changes you physically, it changes you mentally. It changes how your brain operates. And as Elle Woods has told us, when people exercise, it releases endorphins and endorphins make people happy and happy people don't kill their husbands. Word. <laughs> Word. Are you ready for number three? Uh, trace. C, All right. C. Numero trace. Number three of beating the blahs. Confront your problems. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. This one is really hard. And it's probably maybe the hardest, in fact. Um, and so maybe I should have saved it for last, but I didn't. So we're going to get right to it. <laughs> um, to make our lives better, we have to see what is going wrong. And we have to take concrete steps to fix the problem. Avoidance behaviors and procrastination only make things worse. 
if your finances are shit, you have to make a list of debts um, and bills and tackle them one at a time. You need to face it. You need to confront it. If a particular relationship in your life is causing you major strain or problems, you have to actually talk to the person and come to some sort of understanding. Face it, confront it. Yep. If that weird mole is freaking you out, you've got to go to your doctor. Because guess what? If you have cancer, not knowing you have cancer doesn't change the fact that you have cancer. Confront it. Word. She played the funk thing, and so now I'm... I'm, I'm getting funky. Yeah, and I like saying word. And uh, if the roof is leaking, you've got to call a repair company eventually. You're going to have to deal with it and confront it. Again, this, these things sound obvious, but we often multiply our problems by failing to take timely action. Number four. I think we all learned this during quarantine, ladies. Do your makeup. Do something. Um, I know that I was in a blast several times during quarantine, and those seem to be on the days that I, full disclosure, chose not to shower or brush my teeth or comb my hair or mm -hmm. do anything. And it is, it's, it's just surprising at how something as simple as putting on your makeup or curling your hair or doing something will kind of snap you out of that funk. I know one time I was talking to my mom about something that was causing me much emotional grief. And I, after I went on and on on the phone with her about how I was suffering, she said, sweets, what I want you to do is I want you to go get ready for bed. And I want you to go take a shower. And as you are in the shower, I want you to imagine that the water is washing away all the problems of your day. That's like a shower meditation. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've given this sage piece of advice to other friends and it's mm -hmm. worked for them. Just the, the act of washing it away and sprucing yourself up just pops you out of your funk. That's number four. Word. Mm -hmm. Next. I haven't talked about this much throughout our podcast, but um, it's get therapy. I am, what I haven't talked about much is I am a huge supporter of therapy. Maybe it's because it's, you know, my arena and maybe what I am in, involved in as far as a profession, but um, I have always had in my back pocket a therapist at my disposal. And sometimes, um, sometimes I don't make an appointment for five or six years. And then other times for a couple years, I, you know, I do a monthly appointment or it's there. It sucks to pour your problems out to, in front of someone. It does, but it's much, um, cause it's much easier to hold it all inside. But talking to someone, I'm going to tell you, it really does help. Um, having your truth hit the air, it releases the power. It gives you power. Um, and honestly, sometimes it is better if that person is not someone at work or someone in your own family 
or even a very close trusted friend. Sometimes you need a neutral third party, someone who can be a sounding board or a mirror that you hold up to yourself. Whatever metaphor you prefer, it helps to have a professional there to help you navigate through problems. I have supported this with my children. You can ask them. Um, they <laughs> Meaning they, they each have their own therapist. Do they go all the time? No. Are there year gaps? Yes. But when there is something that they're battling with, sometimes it isn't, it isn't the best thing to do to talk to your mom about it. I may know about it, but I can't help them in a way that someone neutral um, a blue cross, blue cross, blue shield sounding board might. Um, I I value that. I know the importance. I know the power in that, and I've taught them that as well. That there is no shame in it. Um, going to therapy it doesn't make you a loser. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean you're a mental case. And quite honestly, um, it makes you someone very brave. It makes you resourceful. It it's a sign of strength to me that you can go and deal with this stuff and talk about it and that you want to work through it. Um, that, that is, that is very telling of, of your, um, of, of a person's character. Um, there, there is no, there is nothing to be ashamed about. And it does not mean that you're not able to handle your own problems. Again, how often do we stop and, have our problems, how often do we air them to someone neutral, um, someone that's going to give us honest feedback or someone who's just simply going to listen? We very rarely stop and do that. So this is periodically an hour just to go and process, help you, it helps you process things. So that, that's, that's one of my big numbers, get therapy. And if you want a great therapy list, meaning a, a list of therapists in the Tri-City area, I can get you some names. I could. You can reach out to me. You're a therapy dealer. I am. First time's free. Second time's going to cost you. <laughs> Disclaimer, first time will not like be a, free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary, you're up, babe. Number six, declutter for 15 minutes. And when I say declutter for 15 minutes, it could be putting the dishes away for 15 minutes. It could be cleaning out your Tupperware drawer. Inside joke with my family because I'm obsessed with Tupperware. Uh, and cleaning out your Tupperware drawer for 15 minutes. Cleaning out your email inbox for 15 minutes. Uh, if you are like me and have 18,000 pictures on your phone, cleaning out some old screenshots that you don't need anymore. Just doing something to help you feel somewhat organized in another aspect of your life, helping you cross something off of your to-do list, helping you feel accomplished, giving you a little pat on the back to get your mind off of your funk or your blah or whatever you are dealing with at that current point in time. Um, and once again, we say declutter. It could be anything for 15 minutes. Uh, vacuum. Do something that you've been meaning to do. Just Stop your thinking of your blah, stop your thinking of your funk, and go off in the opposite direction. Change your trajectory. Number seven. Protest injustice. Ooh. This is a different one for me. 
different one for me. Listen up, everyone. Keeping up with the news, I'm going to tell you this, that I think that a lot of my blahs in the last eight or nine months is connected to the news, connected to the feed, the, the Facebook feed, connected to all of that. And so keeping up with the news, it's freaking depressing. Can can we agree on that? It's horribly depressing. It's very depressing. You know, politicians and people bash immigrants, LGBT people. The climate is changing. The bees in the oceans are dying. No one seems to be doing anything about it. And billionaires are getting richer. Everyone else is getting poorer. Um, get out to the streets, people. If Organize. Write letters to the editor. Placed. Um, place well, if you if you take your anger and well place it, it is not bad or wrong. Taking action actually feels better than doing nothing. At least you know that you did your part and you'll be able to look your grandchildren in the eye with some sort of self-respect that you stuck up for what you believed in. So you know what? If that's got you down, what can you do about it? What how can you how can you take that that gnawing that you have inside and how can you filter it to 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 get out there in a healthy way we're at number eight already that would be you give into it for a time it's okay to visit pity town but you don't set up camp there We talked about this in our previous episode of feeling emotions and working your way through them and how, I'm sorry, this might've been two episodes ago, but we talked about how you have to go through an emotion. You have to experience it. You really have to um, move through it to put it behind you. I will repeat our quote that we shared in that episode about how you don't heal when you deny your pain you heal when you walk through it. So if you're in a funk, maybe stay in a funk for a little bit. If you want to go take a little nap, have a little pity party, uh, cry in the shower, it works. But you don't stay there. You give into your emotion. You allow yourself to feel it. You allow it to flow through you. But when it flows through you, it flows out of you. I love that. Thank you. I just improvised that Mm -hmm. on the fly. Okay. Avoid the four C's. Are you going to tell us what they are? Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. There are four things you need to avoid to stay out of a funk. Comparing, competing, criticizing, and complaining. Oh, I love it. If you catch yourself engaging in one of these unhealthy behaviors, redirect your attention to something happy, like a funny video, um, just you know something. Use your phone in those regards. Just something to boost yourself up. Um, but if you're in a funk, ask yourself: Are you in the throes of comparing, competing, criticizing, or complaining? And if so, replace those behaviors with something else. Make a plan. Number 10, our final step. Depending on where 
you find yourself on this spectrum. Uh, some of us are more spiritual than others. Some of us are more religious than others. But praying and or meditation. Whenever I have utilized this 10th step, it never fails to lift me out of my funk or get me out of my blah. Praying and meditating won't always immediately change your situation, but I promise you that the prayer or the meditation will change the way that you view and feel about the situation. Giving yourself some quiet time to connect to God or whatever power you believe in, to feel that connection with your energy is huge. And we're, we're not meant to live this life alone. We are meant to live this life connected and reconnecting is huge. So those are our 10 folks. There's one little, two little, little tidbits I want to add. Uh-huh. So if for, for extra credit for those overachievers, if you want an 11th one, because I bring this up on every freaking episode. Ah, can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess what it is? Yes. Is it journaling? Yes. Get a journal. Because, you know, it. I didn't realize just how much journaling is a is an active step for all of the different topics that we've been talking about this episode but it's true and that means you go get to shop at marshall's there's one of those cute little places barnes and nobles has cute ones as well you can go and get yourself a pretty little journal but journal journal and uh if you're in the in a blah funky mindset you know, don't write a victimhood journal or um, a life gripes journal. That sort of thing only will make things worse. Think about your dreams, your goals. Make a bucket list. What do you want to accomplish? Think about teeny little good things that happen. Write it out. Write it out. And I want to leave you with one last thing. This is from a training that I got um, years ago at work. Um, on emotional intelligence. Um, and um, there was a, a takeaway from from one of the, the teacher's points. And he had said, there's a silver lining in this and you may have to squint to see it, but I choose to squint. And so what I leave you with is- I love that. Yeah, so there's a silver lining in everything. And you know, when you're in a funk, you might have to squint to see it. But choose to squint. When you make the choice to squint, you are choosing gratitude. You're choosing to say thank you. Even on the ho-hum, mundane days, you're choosing to listen, to speak positive, compassionate words. Or you're simply choosing not to say the unnecessary. People will notice this. And people will want to emulate what they see in you. They'll see you as emotionally intelligent. They'll see you as safe and trustworthy and of high intelligence, and you'll inspire. So squint, my faithful followers, squint. I love it. And until next time, we are real, we are live, and we're women. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to The Naked Truth. Truth.
And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new episode notifications, as well as updates and random pieces of positivity to brighten your day. That's the Naked Truth Podcast on Facebook and at the Naked Truth Pod on Instagram. And shout out to Ewert Williams for our epic theme song and Michaela Shope for our top-notch cover art.